evil wears a green dress. A Mrs. Claus story. Episode 2. Felice Navidad. Dateline, an unknown prison cell. What began as an innocent trip to the Andromedan Lily Festival has taken a turn for the worse for our three intrepid heroes. Answering the distress call of Princess Naira from the planet Orsonia turned out to be a trap laid by the nefarious no-goodnik Countess Giasta Talura, also known as the Scarlet Jade. As Mrs. Claus, Lyric, and Kuma entered the princess's room, they were transported to a dark prison cell in parts unknown. They now stand face-to-face with their captor as she gloats over her prey. We join our heroes, already in progress. Let us out, Jade, while my rage is still at a low simmer. I may even give you a head start up the stairs. Oh, I don't think so, Mrs. Claus. I have so much work to do still. I can't have you interfering again. We don't want another Kordos 82883 when you squashed my last grand scheme and left me for dead. Maybe a plasma slug will help convince you. Oh, I'd be careful with your shot. These bars are veronium coated and surrounded by an ion repulsion field, so it's nigh impenetrable. Oops! <laughs> Lyric! What? I had to try, right? I mean, she's a bad guy. Bad guys lie and stuff? Then perhaps I'm lying about the tiny jolts running through the bars, just waiting for any wandering fingers. Go ahead, give them a grab. No thanks. Mouth shut, eyes open, Lyric. Yeah, yeah, MSEO, I got it. Where's the Princess Jade? She's a little tied up right now. And the rest of the people and animals that disappeared? What did you do to them? (laughs) All in good time. You'll never get away with this, Jade. (laughs) With what? Imprisoning you? I already have. Or kidnapping the princess and her planet's life force? Check and check. Or totally rocking this green dress? Check, check, and check. Now... If you'll excuse me, these plans aren't going to evil themselves. But I'll be back later, my dearies. Toodles! Dibs on killing her. Dibs called it. Get in line. But one thing at a time. First step is breaking out of here. How? I feel it too, Kuma. We're aboard a ship. Probably low orbit. No, we can't risk touching these bars. But I have an idea. Lyric, your compact mirror. Here you go. It'll never work. Who is that? Another prisoner? Across the room, a cobalt blue alien with eagle-eyed features sits up. He runs his hand through a wild thatch of white hair and gets comfortable on a very uncomfortable cot. Prisoner? Ha! I let myself get caught. All part of my elaborate, many-sided plan. Is that so? How many sides? Many. And always growing. That's what makes it so... elaborate. And don't think I haven't tried all the tricks to get out of here, but for yucks, what is your plan? None of your business. Ah, but I disagree. We're both residents of the same prison. Perhaps a little mutual friendship can help in taking our mutual enemy down. I don't even know who you are. Nor I you. But don't worry, we'll have plenty of time to get to know one another down here. 
have you been down here? Good question. Longer than you? Time does funny things in the dark. You'll see. Sorry, but we're getting out of here. You say that, but you have no idea how pleased she was setting that trap for you. You're not escaping anytime soon. I am if I have to keep listening to you. Now me, on the other hand, I'm two shakes of a Malacquar's tail from leaving. Maybe if you're extra nice, I'll help you out. And just how are you escaping? Shh. It's a surprise. If you're so confident, how'd you get caught in the first place? I was a victim of outrageous misfortune. I had successfully infiltrated her defenses to acquire information on what the Countess had been planning and carefully, stealthily, got caught by a sentry droid. How unfortunate. This villain abducted half my kingdom along with the crown jewel, a ten-pound Zuvin Quartz fragment. Ten pounds is a fragment? They can be as big as a hundred pounds. And ours served as a power conduit for most of the kingdom's circulated air and electricity. We're on auxiliary, but it can't keep up forever. So I went off to find it. And her. And my people. And got yourself caught. Same as you, miss... You? Good one. Goodness! And locked in here with a beast? The Countess really is sadistic. This beast is with us, so best watch your mouth. Now, if I can just position this mirror and aim this ion beam to that fuse box... You did it! Well, mostly did it. We're still locked in. Not for long. Hold on, just let me fidget with it. Gotcha. Wow, that was easy. You were saying about your elaborate, mini-sided plan? Your way's good, too. So, can you please let me out? I mean, I can help. Plus, I can't imagine the Countess will be too pleased when she sees that empty cell. Aw, he's right, Mrs. C. Can we keep him? He is pretty cute. Uh, Fine. Let him out. But he's your responsibility. Many thanks. You won't regret it. Why do I not believe you? Shoot, this one's tricky. Kuma, a little help. (laughs) The direct approach. Very good, thank you. And you, madam. Allow me to introduce myself. Gisen Musar, Don Marqueso, envoy of the sixth moon of Gurg, and first sword to the Duke of Mberberzefwager. That's a mouthful. Can we just call you G? Well, I suppose you could. Although many in my culture would consider it a grave insult to my ancestors and forebears of the name and title, but... Great, G it is. I'm Lyric, and that's Kuma and Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus? So the stories are true. True enough. Gisan Musar Dan Marqueso, envoy to the sixth moon of Gurg and first sword to the Duke of Mbaboozafogger. We can exchange pleasantries later. For now, we have a princess to save. 
I don't suppose you have an extra firearm for me? I'm quite handy with them. You can be handy with your hands until we trust you a bit more. Just stay close. Everyone, stay close. And look out for the sentry droids and laser maze. The what? Oh, nothing. Nothing. Just a few countermeasures. Please, do lead on. The sterile white hallways stretched in both directions, with no distinguishing markers as to where the command center or even the vending machines were located. Following Giesen's directions, Mrs. Claus led the party through several twists and turns, occasionally pausing and listening for the heavy metal footsteps of the sentry droids. Keep moving. Wait. I could have done that too, but whatever. All right, everyone move. Right around the corner is the laser maze. We'll need to get past it to access the control center and the campus. Ooh, it's pretty. And every beam is plasma charged. It'll take a trained acrobat or someone who knows the grid to traverse it. Acrobat, you say? Be careful, Lyric. You kidding? This will be fun. What follows is a series of fantastical twists, turns, jumps, and slides as Lyric uses her prowess to traverse the maze of lasers that sadly makes for a terrible radio. Passing the final beam, she turns a knob, powering down the grid. Ha! Jumanji! Take that, maze! Great job, Lyric! Yeah, impressive. Get down! Hey, my gun! Stop him! You shot at Mrs. Claus! By not at! I saw that sentry sneaking up! Don't worry, these claws are on my throat! They're thanks enough! Kuma, let him go. Thanks. And my gun? Here you go. And thank you. Think nothing of it. That was the same one who caught me before. Maybe. Who knows, they all look the same. But check his arm, there should be some kind of security card to get to the CC. It'll be around the hallway. Swiping the ID card from the fallen droid, the party turned one more corner and found themselves at a large metal door. Taking a deep breath, Mrs. Claus scans the card through the reader, the door sliding open effortlessly. Guns drawn, they enter the room, ready for anything. What they find among the rows of consoles and deactivated teleporter is... An empty room. Empty, except for a single chair and a single purple princess tied to it. Oh, tied up. I get it. Princess, are you okay? Thank you. Where is that vile woman? Untie me, I'll wring that green little neck of hers. Did you find her? No record of vital signs except for the five of us. Disabling ship defenses, now. Hey, you were right. We're on a ship, a Maxim-class frigate above Orsonia. How did we miss her when we dropped out of FTL? Optic stealth. It comes standard on all models. I should have run a multi-spectrum scan. Any record of recent departures? Docking bay doors opened five minutes ago. Looks like she got away. Nothing on the sensor. She would have jumped by now, the brigand. The coward fled when she saw you escape from your cell and sent word for her harvesting ship to return her to her base. This vessel, 
I think is the flagship for our royal armada. She must have hijacked it after absorbing the poor souls aboard. <laughs> Was that directed at me? She asked if you have any idea where her base is. Sorry. It's okay. We'll find her. Lyric, anything from the surface? Still nothing. No readings coming from anywhere. There won't be. She laughed about wiping my planet clean. There's still a chance some got away. But all those poor Orsonians who didn't make it? We'll see to it she's brought to justice. First, we need off the ship. Can we land it? No dice. She shorted out the navigation console. This thing's a floating paperweight. <laughs> the teleporter? Sure, with some rewiring. Hey, G, know your way around a QX7 console? I'll need an extra set of hands. Certainly. I do know a thing or two about a thing or two. Princess, I'm sorry for any anguish you were put through. We'll get you home soon. Can you tell me what happened? I was in my chambers, going over some decrees, when the sky turned a pink hue. As I looked out the window, I saw a pink mist creeping across the horizon. As the people stopped to look up, they started to stretch toward it. When the first few disappeared, there was a panic. A short-lived one, as the rest soon followed. Just flip and gone. I tried to run to the distress beacon to tell any remaining citizens to hide, but then a bright pink light shot through my window, freezing me in place. The last thing I remember is that woman's laugh before waking up tied up to a chair, watching as she removed the Zuvin Quartz pendant across my neck. Zuvin Quartz? Did she say what she had planned with it? No, just that it would help once it joined with the others. That crystal has been passed down through five generations. I will have it back. Oh, and she really had it in for you, too. I listened as she synthesized my voice to create that fake distress call. I am so sorry. It's not your fault, Highness. And I promise we'll return your pendant to you. That pink cloud is exactly what happened on my planet. I only just escaped thanks to my wrist teleporter. How convenient. I agree, but convenience aside, it would seem the Countess is planning something sinister with these Zuvin crystals. Lyric, is the teleporter prepped to send us back to Orsonia? Yep, we're ready to rock. All four of us. Five. Four? What about your wrist thingy? You'd think I'd still be here if I had it. It was taken when I got caught. And, unregardless, you'll need all the help you can get. Along with helping Lyric rewire the teleporter and saving your life earlier, you need my help to take down the Scarlet Jade. I didn't become First Sword by being a nice guy, but I'm also quite a nice guy. I know 11 languages and the royal etiquette and protocol for most of the surrounding systems. I know people. I know how to get places. And I know how to find her main base. Okay. But first sign, I think you're someone you're not. Or if I think you're putting my friends in jeopardy, I'll have Kuma space you. I doubt she'll lose much sleep over it. No, I suppose she won't. You've got yourself a deal. I thought so. Okay, everyone ready? Lyric, engage. Everyone here? All here with minimal molecular scrambling. This looks to be my room. Thank you again, Mrs. Claus. I must now search for any survivors. Can we help at all? 
No, thank you. I can activate the beacon to call any citizens to the palace. We'll regroup and move on from there. But please, return my people and my pendant. You have my word, princess. We won't let this crime go unpunished. The Scarlet Jade will taste my boot heel before I'm done with her. <laughs> I thank you. When we come back, I want to hear about this battle of Renton Tenberry, okay? <laughs> Deal. Now go. I'll be okay for now. We should get moving. Rosie will still be in the courtyard. Rosie? Oh, your ship. You weren't worried about anyone or anything taking it against its will? Biomorphic security. Rosie's in a hypergravity lock until I put my hand on her. The planet could fall away and she'd still be right here. No. Oh, well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. Now, let's roll. The BBs? Seems like our best option. The bar on LV4. I love that place. How have I missed your charming figure there before? Guess I'm just lucky. Ha! Yes, so you are. Tell me, is there a Mr. Claus? Yeah, I'm a Mrs. Of course there's a Mr. Claus. And if you ever forget that again, I'll feed you to the sandworms of Forks 1X. Small piece by small piece. I'm sure I can find plenty of those on you. Apologies. I know precious little about Terran titles. Yeah, right in his sleigh bells. What did she say? You don't understand bear, Mr. Eleven Language Playboy? Okay, let's go. The clock is ticking. I call the radio. Hope you like DIY Nerdcore. I didn't understand a single word you just said. MC Chris aside, it was an otherwise peaceful ride to Babies, a galactic dive bar perched high atop the swamp planet LV4. Drinks are cheap, and so is the decor. But when Mrs. Claus needed a place to wet her whistle or get the lowdown on information, there was no finer place in the quadrant. As Rosie touched down, the four jumped out and were greeted by a giant horse fly in a dirty red suit, who opened the door for them. Thanks. The usual table will be fine. I'm going to the bar. Check on news, sent down the pipeline, and order a blue ruin. You three, behave. That's okay, I didn't want anything. Actually, I do need to use the little alien's room. I'll be right back. Uh, thanks for that. Look at these people. I know, right? What is it about alien fashion that just looks so... Check that guy out. No, uh, behind the forearm guy. The one in the clear plastic suit. Those brown fleshy scales are not breathing well underneath it. Where's Sean Connery's getup with Zardoz when you need it? <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, no worse than that Corpish wedding. No amount of lace in the galaxy could pretty up that ride. Kuma, look. In the far corner. Who's G talking to? Yeah, he looks hella shady. Like, he literally just came out of the shade. Wait, is he looking over here? I knew we shouldn't have trusted him. He's selling us out. Okay, I didn't know we shouldn't have trusted him. I have a thing for blue skin, guys. Shoot, and Mrs. C is all the way over there. Looks like it's you and me. Standard flanking. I'll take point. You move on my signal. Secure G first. Creepy shadow guy, second. Ready? 
this is true, we're that much closer. Oh, for the Legion. You think she suspects anything? Not yet. But we must act quickly. Agreed. Yo, what's up? Who's the short, dark, and handsome friend? What? Now. Hey, let go. What are you doing? Hey, where'd your friend go? He's a shadow walker. You won't find him again. Yeah, what were you talking about? You double-crossing us? What? Of course not. I was getting information. Fishy at best. You know what I call two sketchy people being sketchy in the dark corner of a sketchy bar? (laughs) No, sketchy. And sketchy ain't too good for your longevity. Wait! Wait, what's going on? G was singing about us being here. Kuma and I saw him take something from a shadow alien before it disappeared. Probably to send a 50 megaton present our way courtesy of the Scarlet Jade herself. If I can explain. Please do. I was meeting one of my contacts for information on the Countess. News of if any more planets had been affected, and the location of our moon base along with schematics for the defense mine grid surrounding it. What you likely saw me take was a data credit from an Umbrian scout who risked his safety to bring this to me on such short notice. And if we don't believe you? Then you don't believe me! I go out the front door and not the good way, and you take on her defense grid and numerous heat-seeking missiles, blind, provided you can even find it. And we both die. The end. I'm not a fan of that story. I prefer happy endings. And how do you know all this? The galaxy is a big place. Information makes it a smaller place. And it didn't come cheap. And what other planets did your contact say have been hit? Snarvis 5AS, Aslov, and Thormian Guspax. All three with Zuvin Quartz. <sighs> He's right. Lex said the same thing when I talked to him. <laughs> yeah, why not just tell us you're meeting Shady McSketcherton? How did I know I could trust you? It works both ways. Maybe I should just take my plot logistics and go home. Or should I save your life? Again! Would that prove my trustworthiness? We're sorry, Geeson. You have been nothing but helpful and flirtatious since we crossed paths. Thank you. Now you mentioned something about the base location and a minefield. I did. And it's all on this data cred. Then I guess we should analyze it and figure out how we take this space bitch down. Come on, let's head to the back. Behind an innocent stack of plutonian oyster cracker boxes in the dark recesses of the bar, Mrs. Claus pushes the wall, which slides open at her touch. Lights flicker on, revealing a small room containing a hollow table in the middle and three walls lined with every type of firearm this side of the caster belt. What is this magnificent place? Think of it as my home away from home. If you'll input that data cred into the table, we can pull up the schematics. Here we have a layout of B6399, a desolate Class II planet devoid of life. It houses three moons, the smallest of which, Sessa 23, is where the Scarlet Jade is based. Enhance. Enhance. Uh, Geeson, it's not voice activated. 
Let me, uh, just here. Thank you. So, <clears throat> using a cold gamma refractor, the Countess's base is practically invisible to sensors. But not to you. Like I said, I pay dearly for this information. Now, as you can see, Cessa 2-3 is in geosynchronous orbit with the planet and has an orbital period of four Gergen days. The minefield around her base is held in place by a gravitational lock and travels with the moon and is motion activated by any incoming spacecraft. As the barren surrounding area allows her to place a wide net of satellites. Our best bet is to jump just outside of the field here and try our luck with a quick direct run to the base. Jumping any closer is inadvisable as the moon's core is pure palladium, which essentially creates a static discombobulator, interfering with incoming FTL coordinates. And the base itself is just a dream within a dream of a giant tortoise that carries the galaxy on its shoulders. Without the proper schematics and course to traverse it, survival is near zero. Does this table have simulation capabilities? Yes, let me activate that. All yours. Thank you. Simulations of a successful run-through blind all come out the same. Observe. <laughs> That's not a good boom. Inputting the optimal coordinates don't ensure success, mind you. Utilizing plenty of countermeasures and fancy flying, we're looking at a 5% chance of survival. Now that's, that's too grim. You've got to be looking at closer to 10%. Rock and roll. What's that? Never mind. But looking at the size of the moon, how is she housing all these absorbed souls? Don't forget about the aminals, too. She's taking all life from the planets. It doesn't make sense. Unless... Unless the Zuvan Quartz plays some nefarious role in it. The energy potential for these pieces as they're combined grow exponentially as they get bigger and bigger. We don't have any more time to hypothesize. But we do have plenty of time to kick some villain butt. All right. All right. Settle up. I expect everyone fully armed and ready to go in five. Geeson, that means you. You mean it? Mostly. Stay away from the Venusian railgun. That beauty's mine. Yes, ma'am. Lyric, prep Rosie for immediate FTL jump to the coordinates just outside the mine grid. Kuma, grab all the creepers and thermal grenades you can fit in the battle satchel. We'll probably need them. I gotta close out my tab with Lex. I'll see everyone at the ship. Good hunting, everyone. Go us! Locked, cocked, and ready to rock! With enough firepower to make Swiss cheese of the moon, Mrs. Claus and our heroes are ready to rain down some Terran justice on the Scarlet Jade. Will they survive the harrowing run through her base's defenses? Will they stop her before she carries out her grand evil scheme? And what goes into a blue ruin? Most of these questions, and probably more, will be answered on the exciting conclusion of Evil Wears a Green Dress, a Mrs. Claus story.